Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. All right, today in the pod, David and I cover Sutton's track, Walking Out of the Magic Mike Show, on the recent episode of RHOBH. Plus, Bethany Frankel's interview with Denise Richards. What? Bethany should have asked Denise. This is where David is such a genius. And does RHOBH need Lisa Rinna back? Here's David. Speaking of which, I didn't listen because you know I don't listen. But did you listen to Denise on Bethany's podcast? Did you do it? Only the snippet where Denise basically also agrees with us and says the Vanity Fair article was a nothing burger. That is the only part I listened to because Denise is like, oh, I didn't think it was that great. And then Bethany did her thing. Well, it, it... I wasn't behind it. Like, it wasn't about my feature. Like, I'm not suing them. And then, you know, Bethany tried to distance herself from the article. But here we go again. She has a guest on, Denise Richards. Okay? And she starts with her dramatic, oh, there's, when I think of people who are just, I want to know more about them. I think of Denise Richards. Okay, first of all, cut the bullshit. That this is who came on your podcast this week. There's no, you didn't like search for Denise. You just, you reached out to everyone. Kelly Ben Simone told you to go fuck yourself. Ramona's playing hard to get. You know what I mean? You thought it was too soon to have Jill back. So like, just call it what it is. Denise said she would do your podcast. Great get, Bethany. But let's not make it like, you know, you stayed up at night and who really, I mean, you know, there are people that are confusing in the world that you want to know more about. I don't think Denise Richards is the first person that comes to mind. Second of all, where there's no headline. No, I didn't listen to it either, nor am I. There's no headline about sleeping with Brandy. You have Denise there. You don't think you should ask her? At least, oh, I, I think point. the girl just dropped the ball. She's so 
myopic with her own, now everyone will come for me. She's so myopic with her own agenda of reckoning and vanity fair and, and, and just miss you were mistreated by Rinna. She's so in the reality reckoning thing. This woman is sitting there. I would have been like, well, why, first of all, does Brandy say that she hooked up with you? Okay, that's a good answer. My second question is, did you hook up with Brandy? Shut up, silence, smile, <laughs> let them answer. Don't interrupt. Nothing you could say, David, is interesting when you just asked Denise if she really hooked up with Brandy. Do, do, do. Well, the third question. Well, then why is Brandy saying this? Do, 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 do. How did, I mean, I know the headlines. At home, when you're sitting home and you're reading your newspaper, having your Casa Amigos that you love so much, what did Aaron say about this the first he heard of it? Five. Did you tell Aaron this was going to be on the show before it was on? These are all the questions I would ask. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. is Aaron okay with this? Where is he? If you ran into Brandy, have you, question six, have you seen Brandy since all this happened? Question seven, what would you say if you ran into Brandy? Question eight. What would Aaron say if he ran into Brandy? Jesus, are- you are so good. And you're right. None of those questions were asked. And to your point, all those questions play into Denise talking about her 20-year friendship demise with Lisa Renna on the show. And there was your, yeah, that's great. And Denise basically says she can't believe that Renna threw her away as quickly as she did. Um, and it goes to show you how toxic Bravo is. And that is all great. Now... Is it over? Like, what is there any chance back with Rinna? If Rinna called you, what would you say? I mean, there's, there's, there's just mm-hmm. questions here that she just you gotta. Prepare. By the way, Bethany, I understand preparing for these interviews. I don't enjoy it. Preparing so for these work. interviews, I know, is not fun. There is nothing I enjoy about preparing for the interviews. I do. I do not enjoy it. The easiest ones to prepare for when you get into the meat and potatoes you're still in it and you look up and it's like two hours later the person is there it could be a once in a lifetime chance and it's not about me it's not it's about these lists it's not even really about the person that you're interviewing to me it's about these wonderful people now that are listening to you and me sarah that are allowing us to sit here i am never i never take for granted that I don't think I owe it to myself. I think I owe it to all these people of like, these are the questions the human beings that are listening actually want you to ask. So I just think there's with Denise, like everyone else, there's a lot of questions you missed, Bethany. There's a lot of questions you missed, right? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I completely, I completely agree. I, I, yeah, you already know how I feel. Like I don't listen to that podcast unless I absolutely have to for this show. So I listen to the highlights. And and by the way, Denise, are you happy? Is there a bit, is there some part of you that's like full circle, like justified that Rinna is now off the show? That's got to feel somewhat good. You're a human being. And do you believe Rinna was fired? Because I think she was, despite what we saw. on Bethany didn't ask any of these questions. Are we certain? I mean, there's not, there's no headlines. It usually makes a headline. The only headline I see is that she's shocked at her, you know, shocked that Rena would do this. 
Oh my God, really? I gotta now now you see, now you make me. I'm like, now I gotta go listen. She really didn't ask these questions. These are like low-hanging right fruit. Now, probably like, yes, I would like to know what Denise has any I mean, Denise is sitting there. What does she think about this, about all this and, and the brandy and hooking up and I don't know, right? Yeah. No, you're right. You're an absolute genius. Absolutely. That's why your interviews are so good. And by the way, if you want to keep it current, we're about to see you go off on Erica Jane. Erica says you came in with, with an agenda. Let's talk about the dinner party from hell, which we're about to see when Erica says, you know, you could get a $7 bundle of Denise spreading her legs on OnlyFans. Let's talk about this this dinner that's coming up. Forget they about must the past. have. They must have talked about that. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, fine. Everyone, you can roll your eyes and say, listen next time, Dave. I, I don't see the headlines. And the reality blurb, we love Monty. She's very good to our podcast. She runs us all the time. She don't miss a beat, that Monty over at reality blurb. She puts those headlines up. I don't see it. Maybe it's coming out. Oh, my I God. That I is like that. so basic. Wow. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. I think, Bethany, you left some low-hanging and you left some high-hanging fruit on the table. Bethany, I want a meeting with you, and I'll teach you how to interview. Denise, Sarah, what it's like, what's I, it like doing OnlyFans with your daughter? Even better. I mean, you think anything like that's creepy? You know? Nah. Uh, yes. Yes. Why Why didn't you ask about this? Your Sammy sweetheart. She went on the OnlyFans. Charlie had a problem with it. Charlie has come around. Well, no, she did. I think she did talk about this because I think she revealed that Charlie is now okay ever since Sammy, the daughter, bought a house. <laughs> And bought a Mercedes. Now, so she did talk about this, but I agree with you. What about the fact that, like, what you're doing OnlyFans with your daughter? And what do you show on OnlyFans? Have you ever been? Question two Have you ever been naked on OnlyFans? Question three Does Aaron film you? Question four Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. This is what actual human beings want to know. No, yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Gotta go deep, Bethany. It's not easy, girl. You gotta put in the time. Sarah, I have been happy. I have been calm for weeks and not months. Not anymore, and baby. I don't know. You have got me riled up this week, Sarah. Well, 
I want to also, do you feel like Diana Jenkins put her foot in her mouth? You know, there was this um, like a fake headline it, and the person that made it actually goes, oh, I did that. Like, it's fake. I did this. Where it was that Andy Cohen at BravoCon had said that he wanted Diana Jenkins to return. Completely fake. Andy commented under the Instagram story, I never said this. But Diana, I think, had thought it was real, right? And had... Posted like, oh, you know, to all my haters and the assholes that don't want me back. Like, look at this. I have a great relationship with them. And then she posted from one of the producers of the show. Basically. I think Alex Baskin. Alex Baskin. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was from like the head honcho. Basically. I could be wrong. Just like, you know, I wish like more people could see. Right. You know, how great you are. And um... I think it was Alex. Yeah. Um, What do I think about this? Listen, it's going to be, you know, everybody, everybody. Okay. Spread the hate. You know, you hate Sarah because she hates Bethany. But give me some hate this week. I've said it before. I'm sorry. I like Diana Jenkins. Sorry. I said it. I have a real problem with, I don't like the bullying mentality. I don't like everybody ganging up on someone. I feel she came in. Erica Jane in Vegas, David Yontef went. One of the questions asked at the, the behind the scenes meet and greet was, you know, Erica said, look, I understand. She said, I understand why you guys hate Rinna, I understand why you hate Diana. These people are much different in real life than you. they appear to be edited for TV. I think Diana got a bad rap. I really, sorry, I do. I think it was a very shocking season. There was a lot going on. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't think she's behind the bots. But I mean, here we are. If she is, that's a whole nother thing. Putting that aside for a minute, I think, I think, I don't. We will think, never know now who's behind the bots. the The lawsuit has I'm, ended. We are not. Uh, I don't think we're ever getting any answers. Did anyone ever tell you that we would never find out? Did someone tell you that? I think you did. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. I think never, I told everybody listening that we will never find out who the bots are. And you are so oh, right. No, we're never going to find out. Look, I mean, who knows? Maybe some money was given to Garcelle. I don't know what happens, guys. Corporate espionage, corporate America, it's a crazy place. Anything could I happen. I still think this woman got, a, I think she got a bad rap. That's just me. It's just me. I, I don't mind Diana. I don't know what the problem really was with her. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Well, the bots. The bots was what took her out. The bots and being aligned with Rinna. And a lot of people feeling that they were she they were racist towards Garcelle and giving her microaggressions. So... You know, that well, season was so toxic that I think, you know, Rena resigned because for whatever theory we have that maybe she knew they were going to fire her or wh- however it went down. But um, I think they knew they couldn't bring, they had to get rid of, like we've talked about, we're back to talking about cheese. We're fighting about cheese. Um, you know, we love a mother-daughter dynamic that doesn't work. So here we are with Monica and her mom. <laughs> That's that's where we're at. We're not at. They're not going to go racist. They're not going to go transgender issues. They're not. They're just. They're not. They're not going to go Israeli Palestine issues. They're going to keep it about cheese. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I ran into my good friend Harry Hamlin like two weeks ago. True, true, true story. True story. This is a true story, guys. And you know, I had like a minute with Mr. Yeah. Hamlin, and I was like. 
you know, small talk, whatever. And I was like, I mean, are you just like so happy that you're not on RHOBH? I think I said, are you so happy that Lisa's not on RHOBH anymore? And Mr. Hanlon said, absolutely. Wow. Direct quote from Harry Hamlin. So Harry Hamlin is thrilled that Miss, like, I actually think, you know, you say that these two are going to be together forever. I agree with that. I actually think Lisa would have to really sit Mr. Hamlin down if we were going to go down this road again and she was going to get a call. He's like, absolutely thrilled that we are not associated with the show anymore. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's okay, Lisa. You can like, oh, it's not sad. Sarah. My friend is leaving, blah, blah, blah. Um, I have another friend here. And I love it. It's like Sarah's recording on the weekend. Bye, Bye darling. I'm Bye, going Lisa. out to American Hotel. Come to American Hotel tonight. Okay, Am I going to see you tomorrow? Well, Bye. It's we have a full house here in the Hamptons this weekend, people. Just okay. Do your thing. What um, do you make of? Um, oh, what did you think of Beverly Hills, the Sutton Strike, being so offended by the Magic Mike show with the men e- eating out Erica Jane's crotch? I mean, like I don't understand. No, Kyle has spoken out, and Kyle says that she thinks Sutton is jealous that originally Sutton so. was supposed to go up and Crystal was supposed to go up and Eric and at the last minute it ended up being just Erica and Crystal and that she was jealous that no men were like giving her sexual attention. I think that's exactly it, don't you? I mean listen, listen, it is I mean look at Erica Jane climbed on that bull and rode it, honey. Like I've never <laughs> seen a girl ride something in my life. So I'm sorry. There's nobody that should be up there. I mean, she's single. I mean, Erica just patted the puss, grinded. Oh. She was like, it was just wonderful to watch. Crystal, you know, it's a little uncomfortable. Not that Crystal some, you know, none. It's just, it's a little uncomfortable that like, I love my Rob Mink off. Like, it's a little like, remember back in the day, 10 seasons ago when the stripper with a G-string Speedo shook his ass in Tamara Judge's face and Tamara had a complete meltdown. I'm a married woman. This is not appropriate. That's just how I felt about Crystal being up there. So, I mean, listen, it's no, I'm no prude. I mean, everyone could get up there and get grinded on all night. Like, go for it. I'll watch it. But I mean, I do, I'd like the single ladies. Yeah, maybe something was a little jealous. She wanted a little action. Um, Those women, none of them married, seem to have an issue with it whatsoever. I mean, they are performers. They are actors. I will say in Sutton's defense, although I do think it's more out of like, I think Sutton was hurt because she really thought she was going on stage. I will say it was like a little I those Magic Mike shows I've been to and I've been to Thunder Down Under um, for bachelorette parties. I mean, they are like a little raunchy like they do. It is sort of awkward when they are like in your crotch. And actually, I even had a live podcast show in Rockville, Maryland for my fans. And it was my bachelorette party. And we had strippers and they did like lift us up and throw us up. And then I think they did my co-host. I think one of the strippers did like mock, like eat her out. It was kind of weird. I do think it was kind of strange. It is like a little, it's fun. And I, I like certainly my husband would not be intimidated by that at all, but it is like a little grotesque. I do. I, I get what she's saying. I mean, I was much more turned on by Usher, you know, serenading yes. Kenya Moore. And I mean, that was just uh, like you two 
don't even get a room. Just fucking do it here. I mean, I Kenyon is drop dead gorgeous. Usher is hot as fuck. I'm like, I want to see these two fuck literally right here. That I'm like, I am so here for this. He is. I mean, he just oozes uh, the sex. Like he uh, oozes the sex appeal. And I think the Magic Mike shows there's just something. Um, you know, like the it's guys fun. are cheesy. Yeah, exactly. That's it. There's something cheesy about it. Versus like Usher is like. Oh my God, you're just melting. You're like, oh my God. And this he's like so putting his hands oh. on Kenyon. And, and it's just the music like, and the, uh, the Ursher is just something else. And that body of Miss Moore's, it does not quit. I'm like, I yeah. am this I'm here for. And I was there for Erica. I thought Erica was like, I'm like, honey, like you are just, you are, who is going on that stage besides Erica, Pat the Puss, Jane? I mean, can so, you imagine Sutton getting mocked? like going down on I'm sure producers were like just pick Erica and Crystal like there's no way I, I mean can you imagine Sutton would have died died so I'm sorry she had a bad I mean other than that what are you thinking what are you thinking about this I like, like you know I'm biased I love Beverly? Beverly Hills I think Salt Lake is great I've watched um the are we on one episode or two now of Potomac? Potomac. Um, what do you think of Potomac? Loving so far, it, babies? loving it. Look, they're they're trying to come for Robin so hard because of the misstep from last season. Um, I I don't know. You know, I wish I knew what was going on with Robin and Juan Dixon, and I should know because I lived in the P for a long time, but. It is very strange. I found the scene of the very first episode of Potomac where she's sitting in their new house talking to Juan. It is all very hard to believe. This is all very hard to believe. And it's giving me Ashley Darby, Michael Darby three years ago vibes where. Like what? How so? Like because Ashley for a long time would defend ish Michael. She'd be like, you know, he did a stupid thing. But, you know, Michael and I like love each other. And, you know, the. Yeah, like she would defend Michael to a great degree for a long time, you know. And and Ashley's been on my show a couple of occasions. This was before their separation. But Ashley would say on my show, like, we're thick as thieves. Like, people don't realize, like, how tight we are. They had threesomes when they were before kids. And I do think Ashley changed once she had children. I think that Ashley was gone. Michael still wanted that Ashley. But I don't know where Robin... I don't know where Robin and Juan are. I, I, I really Robin's like a dream interview for me for for this podcast because I just Robin is a hard nut to crack. I think well, like I know we've tried. We've we we're so close. Maybe you should retry. I will. I definitely will. Um, I just I I I really I love all the women. I really do, especially the Potomac women. I have such a soft spot for because I was in DC I'm, for so I'm, long. Look, I'm loving Salt Lake. I like, let me go this way. I'm loving Salt Lake. I really love Beverly Hills. But if Beverly Hills were not Beverly Hills, I would not be loving this season. Does that make sure. sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes I'm sense. I'm loving it because of the diamonds and the phantoms and the money and the private jets. I'm still loving it. I'm still, I love rich people on TV. So I loving Beverly Hills as well as Salt Lake. If this wasn't Beverly Hills and this was like, the OC in this same storyline was happening. I would not be loving it. And so far, right, we're two episodes into Potomac or three. I am liking Potomac, but I'm I'm like you. I'm very cautious. Like, I'm optimistic. It's going to be a good season. 
to your point, we don't know where we, we are with Robin and, and, and Juan. We better know, Sarah, by the end of this season, we better have a real understanding and look about why Robin is sitting on the side of a fucking street corner crying. Because if this season ends and we're left with the crumbs and, and dancing around with Robin and Juan, we're going to have to get rid of you, Robin. We got to see it this season, girl. So we are optimistic. Keep going, Robin. You're on to something. Keep pushing through, girl. I just, I I have news for you. My prediction is we are going to get zero answers because I, there's clearly Robin and Juan do love each other. I think they've been together since like way back in the day and they've been through everything. They've been through being multimillionaires to being dead ass broke, okay? And now they're building themselves up again. I don't think Juan has a coaching job. I don't know if he has a prospective coaching job. I'm going to, you know, hedge my bets here and say he will get hired again. Um, But I don't know. That whole cop and state, like, kind of fake, you know, uh, catfishing event that happened. I I don't know. You know, he's still under investigation. I think, would it shock me if Robin and Juan have, like, some sort of, I don't know. I don't know, though. Do people really have these arrangements? You know, maybe they're – I'm not sure. I mean, they did remarry. It's just to me, like, I wouldn't be shocked if they they sat back, everything they've been through, and seeing their boys growing up going, you know what? We should ride this train – as long as we can ride it because we we have clawed our way back. I mean, we you and I talk about this. For Erica Jane, it has to be you go from like you go from walking into restaurants and you get everything you fucking want. Everything you want. You're famous, you get you're rich, you're with Tom Gerard. Uh, you know, Juan Dixon was like a big deal. You know, basketball player, um college, you know, everything. They were millionaires you know they had everything and then to lose it and you're finally rebuilding it are you gonna blow it up again or are you gonna say let's give the people what they want let's see where this goes and in five years from now when we're off this show but we've made three million dollars more we can decide if we want to be with each other or not because you don't think robin like He's a dog. I'm starting over. Robin Dixon's now on a date. She's double dating with Jizzy Jizz. I mean, I think Robin is welcome in the Potomac sphere of housewives, whether she's with Juan or not. Um, Yeah, but I, I think you're under, underestimating Robin and Juan's connection to each other because he's already cheated on her. That was what That was what set them off and divorced the first time. But yet... <clears throat> they still like live together. I mean, they're clearly two people that are addicted to each other and they might be those two ty- that type of person where they're like, they just are, they can't get, uh, you know, not addicted to each other. You know Can what I'm I saying? Can I just tell you something? What? This is not about me. It's, I, I've really been riled up for two days here. This is not about me. What? I am just so fucking happy that I am all alone in the world and single. Ah! I'm so happy. I don't you're crazy I just don't I just don't get it I don't get it I don't get like we're living together and our heads hit the same pillow and you cheated on me and I'm addicted to I don't understand any of these complicated I understand that life is complicated I'm just saying I have set up my own life to be very simple and it's not easy but I don't understand all this 
I don't understand. Well, it not all. everybody's relationship is like Robin and Juan's. Well, I mean, but a lot of them are. We talked about Colin Mauricio last season. Now we have PK and Dorit. Yeah, but a that lot didn't of this start stuff out that is, way. is Harry scary. A lot of it's Harry scary. Well, reality TV exemplifies everything. That's that's why. <sighs> all right, I have to love me. you and leave you. I, Jesus, really? Okay, uh, we'll have to talk about Carl and Lindsay next time. Well, darling. hit me really quick because they are, he's very weird to me. He's very strange. I'm not a big Summer House, Winter House fan. You guys already know this. I'm really not, uh, you know, this Carl and Lindsay thing. And then please, you jump in because you're way more of an expert. But that panel at BravoCon where they were on the stage for the first time together that weekend, it was so weird. He is just, he's... Uh, nonchalant about what he did he I, I don't know I just I don't he's so weird I, I'm not a fan of his you at feel all. like it's like condescending I feel I find yes. him and it's very strange I've said this before there's something Lala has said it on the stage I would have told you all to go fuck yourselves if you were doing this to me booing me she's like I mean I guess Sarah says hit her quickly will be very quick because you know she has to go she has better things to do apparently but you know when she says I agree with Lala the punishment no longer fits the crime I've said that before I don't understand what Tom Sandoval did that okay I get it I get that he cheated a lot of people do. It's time to move on. There's something about him. I don't know why that doesn't bother me. We've met him. He's he's something about Carl is now look, Tom is his own Hollywood douchebaggery. I get it. Like I get it. But maybe because we live there and we understand. But I also live in New York. Yeah, there's I agree with you. There's something about Carl, which is condescending. And when you say his his the way he expresses it. I truly feel everyone's saying this about Tom. I think Carl is a narcissist. I think Carl, listen, I've known this type of person. It's, I don't even know if a nar- but I have dated the type that is just not emotionally available. And yeah. they, 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 they fuck you because they give you these emotions and then they just take them away. It's almost like they feel no emotions. Mm-hmm. So, I get what Carl's saying and this and, but right. It's almost like he just is being very nonchalant. Like I really do think Tom Sandoval understands that he has devastated Ariana. Who's doing just fucking fine. I don't know if Carl it's, it is kind of saying yes. it's like, well, like Lindsay and this and that and do, 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 do. I loved when like, she called him out and she said, he speaks in we's, I speak in me's. And it's like, yes, queen, like good. And I wanted her to clap back even harder at him, really. I mean, what an asshole. And I I just don't believe that two people are that far apart on the pages of, you know, he's like, well, we were in therapy. This isn't like a shock to her. I'm like, no, to let some, I mean, it is a, like, the bottom line is it's a blessing to her. Like the the greatest thing that he ever did was to do this to her, but he's up there with Tom Sandoval in the way he, he and did she's it, or the way now he's he acts. done interviews that have basically said all this. Like she is taking it back and she's like, Look, we and I appreciate this. We sat in the apartment. Like, look, it's when you have no closure, and it's also like I say skip over this part, but I understand people need to do it. You know, like when you have no closure. It doesn't matter. It's not you with them. But she said she sat there with the girlfriends, Danielle and whoever, and just analyzed this from every which way and and got her own closure. Good for you. Fuck you, Carl, for not giving the girl closure. But once you give yourself that, she's she seems like she's in a like, no, like the future is bright and it's like 
this is it. And I really think, yeah, she'll learn from this. And there, I agree with you. There's just something about Carl that Something's just like, yeah. rubs me the wrong way of like, it's being so guarded with your emotions and so selfish. Like you have to do what's best for yourself. I get it. I'm not saying you should get married to someone, but it's just like so nonchalant. Or at least Tom Sandoval is fucking afraid to open his damn mouth that he's going to get thrown off the fucking stage and booed. Carl is just like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I know. God, I'm with you. I'm with you. Guys, she is. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I have been so calm and just... I think it's our, our, our guest appearance by Sam the last episode. That's weird. All right, honey, I love you. Uh, at the Sarah Fraser Show, you can find me everywhere. At Behind Velvet, I will speak to you so soon, Miss so Fraser. Soon, gorgeous. Bye. Bye.